You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is the other host of this show, Zach Viper. Zach the Viper Batista. Zach, how are you doing, my friend? You almost said that. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about. It. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. It's it's early today when we're recording, and it's fucking cold. But that's New Jersey, so you know. What early you and early and cold are two of my least favorite things. Mm. Yeah, we just. Uh, uh, we had a nice talk about the Royal Rumble before this. Ugh, it wasn't nice at all. Everything was bad. I didn't even watch it, and I'm a, I'm pissed off. I, I was a nice uh, de-stressor I just for want, me. I, all I want, I just want better for every superstar in WWE, because they're just doing their best with the shit they get constantly. Yeah, it it would be nice if if the booking was just good. That's, that's that, all that, I want. That's, that's, what, that's what pisses me off so much, because you have... You have absolutely bananas talent over on over in WWE. Like there is some amazing res- wrestling talent in WWE, but they are constantly squandered and made to look like absolute trash because of WWE shitty booking decisions, and it pisses me off constantly. Yep, that is uh, that that's I mean that's my opinion and many others as a whole. Maybe one day, what one day WWE will get their shit together and have consistently good booking and maybe i can watch their product more often live as opposed to just the highlights of it wwe will have better booking as soon as vince mcmahon is fucking dead yeah but that man is like he's like mr burns he fucking he's he's immortal he he probably found he probably found a way to live forever right i honestly with him being him i wouldn't be surprised if he somehow willed the fountain of youth into existence in his office He's gonna like, yeah. He's just gonna keep throwing money at it until he's until he's able to live forever and run WWE under his fucking iron fist for the rest of his for the rest of his existence. Yeah, yeah. And keep booking things like it's uh, 1985 constantly. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah. New, new, I I definitely wouldn't be against uh, someone else booking the show, but. I can't do anything about it. 
so I'm just going to sit here and always hope for No, the and then whenever somebody at WWE does try to do something about it, they get fired. So who knows? Don't don't say don't say no to the boss or else you get fired over there. Maybe one day like just somehow some way, I mean like I don't even know, like maybe something will happen. If not, I'll <sighs> just I'll just live I'll just live through it and just be like, well, yeah, they're I gonna, have... they're gonna they're gonna sell to Disney and then they're just gonna have people in Mickey Mouse costumes wrestle all the time. <laughs> and they're not even gonna wrestle. They're gonna like it's gonna be like remember Saturday Morning Slam where it was like <laughs> a WWE show but they never actually wrestled because it was supposed to be like a kids a kids show. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like that all the time. <laughs> oh my god! Well, there is one bright side to the whole situation. What is that? So that wrestling is in a good place now, and I don't have yeah, to... Yeah, wrestling it. as a whole? Great. Great. Fantastic. WWE? Terrible. WWE? A lot bad, but evidently... For, some, I'll, I'll give WWE props. Sometimes he puts on some good stuff, and I for, that's what I watch so for. Fair enough. For some reason, the biggest com- one of the biggest companies out of all of them is the most far behind. But ironically, it is that reason that things like independent wrestling is booming right now. Exactly. Indie wrestling is booming because people want good wrestling and WWE is not providing that. So now, let's talk about some indie wrestling. Yeah, speaking of indie wrestling, that's what the people want, so that's what we're going to give the people. Yeah. We're here to talk about actual good wrestling. We're here to talk about superstars that are great and and promotions that book well. Yeah. What he said. I mean, I I was supposed to... Zach, what is the first? What is the first match we are going to get to today? We're going to be want- looking first off. We're going to be kicking it off with Mercedes Martinez versus Viperus at Ladies Night Out Eleven at Stark uh, Wrestlecade. Ooh. Awesome! I'm very. Uh, I was very excited to see this one because I have heard a lot of hype uh, about Mercedes Martinez, but I have come to realize I have not seen a lot of Mercedes Martinez wrestle, uh, a lot of Mar- Mercedes matches at all. Uh, I'm very behind on the Mercedes Martinez train, and I would like to catch up. So I think this was a good starting point. I agree with that. As I, I, I watched a good amount of her matches in like NXT for the most part, so I'm also not as familiar with the indie wrestling version of Mercedes Martinez because the WWE version is obviously a lot more different than her than this version. So I was also excited to watch to see this, and also Viper was solid last time we saw her wrestle. So I was like, okay. I fuck with this. I agree. It was a pretty solid matchup. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of Vipers trying to go for like the quick like heel win a lot, like a quick a lot of quick roll ups, trying to lock in submissions early. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff like that. And then it was just Mercedes Martinez being like, "Nah, nah, nah, I'm gonna punch you instead." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, like literally, like right out the gate of this match, Vipers is like, "I'm a single leg takedown you," but Mercedes just elbows her until she lets her go. Yeah. And then uh, from the floor, she, like, locks Martinez in a triangle hold and just refuses to let go until Martinez throws her off of her. Yep. Very much like a snake, if you will. Yeah. Wonder if maybe there's a reason for the name. Maybe. So uh, then after this, Mercedes slaps Vipers across the face. Which uh, <laughs> Very, which was hilarious. Which uh, knocks her. Bop. Yep. Knocks her into the ropes. Loudly chops her across the chest. Whew. And then Vipers actually though was able to stop Mercedes from continuing this beatdown by uh, she converting she converts an Irish whip from Martinez into an another armbar which she very nearly locks in like she I don't know why she decided to go against Mercedes Martinez in a grappling fight 
but I respect her. I respect her for tr- for committing to it. I respect your gumption, but yes. uh, it was maybe not have been the best idea. Yeah, Mercedes gets at, let, makes like she forces her to let go. Uh, then she dodges a pump kick from Vipress, and then she plants her into the mat with a very nice looking spine buster. Yes, uh, sir. It was a very now. very nice spine buster. I, I remember seeing that spine buster and being like, "Ooh, yeah, nice!" It's very nice. Hell yeah, got a good pop to it. So yeah. now in control, Martinez just beats down Vipers with several strikes in the corner, and Vipers does try to fight back with her own strikes here and there, but Martinez just quickly gains control with even more of her own strikes. She then tries to hoist Vipers up to suplex her, but Vipers strikes her in the gut to escape it. She then goes for running something, and I say something because Martinez then catches her with both hands by the throat, and she just throws <laughs> her over her head to the other side of the ring. Ah, uh, the good old, the good old flying nothing. Oh man, it's a classic, a classic move, classic wrestling move, uh, where you're literally going for nothing and you get uh, punished for this it. This is the flying nothing's cousin, the running something. <laughs> Twice removed. Twice removed. <laughs> So briefly, Mercedes, Mercedes continues to beat her down the corner as she was doing before, but then Viper strikes back, and this time is able to escape by slipping through the ropes and going onto the apron. And though Martinez does slap her in the face, again, Viper does maintain control over the match by rolling through the ropes, rolling Mercedes up but letting her go so that Mercedes flips backwards into the ring. Mm-hmm. And while she's disoriented, Viper sweeps out her legs from underneath her, and then knees her in the side of the face, which looked fucking vicious. Yeah, it looked brutal. She then drop kicks Mercedes back to the mat from the second rope, and then wheelbarrow. Uh, it's a Casadora, I think it is. Yeah, she Casadora into Mercedes to like kind of pivot forward and mm-hmm. slam her face first into the mat, which was very cool. It was, it was um, it's like the Lucha Bros like tag team where the uh, maneuver where Phoenix does this to Penta, where he casts a door, which is the wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, like, flink, he uh, swings forward, and Penta slams into the mat, into the opponent. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it looked pretty good. It, it had, yeah. it didn't, it didn't have, like, the, it didn't have, like, the biggest impact in the world, but it was still a cool-looking move. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But Mercedes kicks out of it. So Vipress mm-hmm. is pissed off now. And she begins to just beat Mercedes on the ground and argue with the crowd, like, being like, shut the fuck up. It's always a good idea. Yeah, it's always great to taunt the crowd and not pay attention to the face on the ground. No, yeah, it's it's fine. It's, it, it, yeah. it, won't, it won't come back to bite her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, uh, so she picks Mercedes up, tries to follow this up with a Irish whip into a snap German suplex. But Mercedes blocks it by gripping the ropes and refusing to let go. And then she turns things around with a half and half German suplex I have written here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when Vipers kicks out of that, Mercedes hoists her up to go for her Fisherman Buster finisher. And I only know this is her finisher because she used it in NXT a lot. Gotcha. Vipers counters that with a small package roll-up, which she follows by a cutter when Mercedes kicks out. Which was dope as shit. Mm-hmm. Leaves them both lying on the ground. We have a nice uh, little bit of equilibrium here before these two get back to their feet. And mm-hmm. Vipers dodges a pump kick from Mercedes and drops her with a code breaker. And Which then, was, again, awesome. And then she, funnily enough, gets Mercedes in her own fisherman maneuver, but she does a fisherman driver into the mat. Yep. Which looks brutal. Mercedes gets out of that, though. So Vipers waits for her to get up and locks her in her version of an armbar, where she, like, hyperextends one arm, but she locks up Mer- uh, Martinez's leg so she can't escape. Just interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, it was a, a, an interesting maneuver, an interesting twist on a maneuver. Yeah. Eventually, Martinez blocks this enough that Vipers is just forced to just break it because there's no point anymore of holding on to someone who's just got it like locked o- locked away. And yeah. then she drop kicks Mercedes once she gets up. So Mercedes then retreats to the corner as a result, and Vipers goes over her, to her and verbally starts to taunt her again. Such a great idea. Nothing could possibly go wrong. No, nothing. Nothing at all can possibly go wrong by mm-hmm. verbally taunting the, the face in the match ever. Yep. Mercedes hoists her up into position for an air raid crash. And while Viper squiggles her way out of it, Mercedes then drives through her with a running knee as she's getting up. <laughs> and <laughs> Just like, you stay down. And Vipers doesn't stay down, though. She kicks out. Mm-hmm. So Mercedes then simply smiles serenely. Gets her in the corner, hoists her up onto her shoulders, and then drops her out with a sit-out dominator for the win. Yeah, just it was like a cool looking. That was a cool looking way to end that match. Mm-hmm. I, I just like it. She's like, okay, fine, fine. We'll I didn't want to have to do this, but I guess I'll do it. And the dub. And the dub. Yeah, gets the big big W, big W for Mercedes Martinez, big L for Vipers. Yeah, not a bad effort though. No, not at all. It was definitely a solid matchup. I think both of these two really uh, were able to, like, show off what they're good at. You know, I think it, this match still highlighted. I think this match didn't make either of them look weak. I think it still highlighted both of them in a very... It, it, I think it still highlighted both of them very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, it was still a, it was a pretty... It was short, but it was pretty good match overall, I think. Agreed. I give this match mm-hmm. a meh. I agree. Like I said, uh, like Mikey just said, solid match. Nothing like too crazy, but still a good match. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like fine, and none, none of them came out looking worse in the end, right? Like mm-hmm. it was still a hard fought matchup. They both got their offense in, and it was still uh, a decent wrestling match. Yep, a good start for if you want to watch Mercedes Martinez matches, pretty much absolutely, or Vipers matches, whichever you pick. Yeah, I would uh, love to get into. I would love to uh, watch more of both of these women because this match was solid, and I would like to see more of uh, them wrestle. Yeah, see what else they could bring to the table, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we might be getting oh. Martinez versus uh, Thunder Rosa in AEW soon. So, Woo, that's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a good match. That's gonna be a blast. I'm very excited about that matchup. Anyway, speaking of being excited about matchups, next up. We have Allison K versus Jocelyn Navarro from App from AIW. I believe it stands for Absolute Intense Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what did you think about this one, Zach? I I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought this was pretty solid. It was another one where both both of the women I think got were able to like look strong in the end, and they both got their shit in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean I, I if I have watched a jo- uh, Jocelyn Navarro match, I. I cannot recall it, but I had I, Allison K. I was like, okay, I'm looking for it. I know what I'm going to get with Allison K. But Navarro, I had no idea of it. I actually really liked this match more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised by this match. I I agree. I was I was also I was I I it also exceeded my expectations. Yeah. So let's get into the match then. Yeah. Why don't we? So like a <laughs> this match starts off white hot. Like yeah. K full sprints at Navarro and just boosts her in the face. <laughs> yeah. Allison K not here to play games. Mm-hmm. The moment Navarro hits the ground, K just beats the shit out of her, throws her in the corner, stomps a muddle into her, and, and just leaves her laying in the corner. Like the match has been going on for like a shit you not less than thirty seconds and K has mugged her. Yeah. K is like, I'm here to win the match. I don't know what y'all were thinking I was gonna do, but <laughs> Yeah, exactly. 
So with her laying in the corner, Kay just stands on her, <laughs> just straight up stands on her a bit before throwing her into another corner, and then she charges at Navarro, but misses because Navarro, finally gaining her bearings, moves out of the way. And then as Kay bounces out of the corner from this, Navarro arm drags her. Mm-hmm. Kay then Irish whips her and tries to trip her up with her whole body, but Navarro sees this, stops, and just stomps on Kay's hand. <laughs> just very amusing. Yeah. So, pissed off, Kay tries to kick her, but Navarro catches it and throws it back into Kay, which, like a pendulum, just kind of swings backwards and slams Kay face first into the mat. Yup. Then she tries to stack Kay up, but Kay kicks out. So, she goes to kick Kay in the face, and while Kay does dodge it, Navarro immediately then kicks her in the back of the head. <laughs> Listen, if you miss with one, just do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these two were not fucking around. I don't know if, no. they have like a, if they fought before or they've had like a feud in some other promotion like that. Because these two were, they were taking no fucking prisoners. So, now back in control, Navarro beats Kay as she's just leaning on the ropes before Irish whipping her. And as Kay bounces off the ropes, she's literally right behind her so that she can slide below her and then grab her leg and trip her up. Yeah. Unfortunately... <laughs> When she tries to drag Kay to the outside, Kay just shoves her into the crowd barricade, which is metal, and it makes a really loud thud, which probably fucking hurt more than you'd think. And on the outside, she brutalizes Navarro. Like She slams her into the barricade, loudly chops her several times in the chest. She strangles her with her own hair at one point. <laughs> just yeah. brutal. And then she gets her back into the ring eventually before just mounting her and just raining fists onto her. Mm-hmm. And while with Navarro subdued, Kay wraps one of her arms around her neck and uses that to just choke her and hold her down. Like, just, Jesus Christ, I don't know what she owes you, but fuck me, that's... <laughs> oh, my God. So after a bit of this, Navarro then fights back to her feet, but Kay puts her back down with a neckbreaker. She goes to Mount Navarro again, and she's like, oh, look, you lost an eyelash. And then she <laughs> locks in the choke again where she uses Navarro's arm, but this time she, like, just takes her hand, the free one, and just grabs her eyelash and just rips it off her face, which was... Ugh. And just throws it. And it's like, there, I got the other one for you. And I was just like, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> and justifiably, this spot gets a Usyk fuck chant, which, you know. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, agreed. Also, the fact that she, like, almost ate it was kind of funny. She was like, ah, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) I'm fucked up, but not that (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. So, uh, she then wraps Navarro's other arm around her neck, and she's just choking her with both her arms. And then eventually she just slams her into the mat face first. Mm -hmm. Let's go before going for a very arrogant pin, which only gets her two. Yep, sound, sounds about right for Allison. <laughs> yeah. Going for a very arrogant pin. Mm-hmm. So Kay kicks... <laughs> so uh, after she kicks out, Kay kicks Navarro. She crawls to the corner. When she gets there, she just rams her shoulder into her gut. And then Navarro slaps the taste out of Kay's mouth, which <laughs> it just infuriates her. <laughs> yeah. So Kay running splashes her in the corner, forearms the hell out of her chest, places her up on the top rope, Kay was not playing with the strikes in this one. she was not. But that's kind of part of the course for uh, Allison Kay. Yeah. 
So thankfully for Navarro, though, while she is placed on the top rope now, she does headbutt K away from her, which then gives her the opportunity she needs to then drop kick her from the top rope, which wipes them both out. But it gives Navarro the breathing time that she needed because as the last, like, couple minutes have just been pain. Yes. When the two get to their feet, K again tries that running big boot she used at the beginning of the match, but this time Navarro dodges it and arm drags her twice. And when K charges at, charges at her after this, Navarro drop toe holds K onto the middle rope. And as she's laying there, she double knees her in the back, hops over the ropes onto the apron, and then pump kicks her in the face, which yep. was very slick. And then as K sits up in the ring, Navarro jumps off the middle and bottom rope and meteoras her. Yes. Very nice sequence of events. Uh, though after K kicks out of this, unfortunately... Uh, she retreats to the corner and lays there. And seeing this, Navarro goes to the opposite corner and sprints at Kay before, and then slams into her with a diving crossbody, which looked awesome. Mm-hmm. She does try to pin Kay again, but again, Kay kicks out. So she picks her up, and as she does this, Kay gets her in position for an Alabama slam. And Navarro's forced to wiggle out of this hold. And then she goes to clothesline Kay, but Kay ducks it, Drops her with a roundhouse kick to the side of the head, and it sounded fucking brutal. Yeah. But Navarro kicks out. Like, these two... It's like, despite the fact that Kay has just bat... I almost said bastardized. Brutalized her. (laughs) Navarro is resilient. Like, she's defiant. Kay just turned Jocelyn Navarro into Puck. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna miss her in the eyes next. (laughs) Next thing you know, Jocelyn Navarro's got, like, the tarot cards. Yeah. So, Kay throws her back into the corner and goes to the opposite side of the ring and then hits her with a big running forearm. Mm-hmm. And when Kay follows us up with a second running forearm, Navarro... <laughs> so she goes to a second to hit her with a second forearm and Navarro back elbows her in the face and it staggers Kay. And when Kay runs back at her, Navarro uses the ropes to avoid her before rolling into the ring with a roll-up in order to spike Kay with a DDT. But... <laughs> yep. Kay doesn't go down either. She's not to be fucked with. Kay is also very resilient. Yes. So she sets up to hit Kay again, but this time Kay ducks her strike and just wipes her with a discus lariat and picks up the win. Yeah. That discus lariat out of nowhere was just like, oh. But then it was also very believable that it was the finish. Yeah. Honestly, for such a short match, like this match is like, what, like eight minutes? Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Yeah, they, uh, it was. It was a quick. It was a quick match, but they fit a lot into it. Yeah, it was action packed, and surprisingly, I thought the pacing actually was spot on with this match. Like, there was never a point in this match where I thought, "Okay, we're going too fast," or "Okay, this is slowed down more than it should have." Like, it was. I was very sad. It was very easy to watch this match. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't mind them going at it, but longer. Like these two, yeah, me have... neither. I would love to see another match, but but give them like fifteen twenty and just let them go. Yeah, just to see what they could do. Yeah, it would be pretty dope. I feel like agreed for sure. Yeah. Uh. So what are we giving this one? I'm gonna give this match a high match, actually. I agree with you there. I I th- also thought it was a high match. I really liked how the strikes looked. I really like uh, Navarro's style, and I really it was way. It was way more of a competitive match than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, when I saw this match, I was like, well, I've never heard of Jocelyn Navarro, and I've definitely heard of Allison Kay. 
So it's probably going to be Allison K doing most of the work, but man, they both really put in their put in the put in the work there and really made it a solid match. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one then. Ah uh, yes, my coincidence match this week. Your your coincidence match. Right after we went to GCW Hammerstein, we got uh, War Machine taking on the Briscoes uh, from I, Ring of Honor. I am very, I was very excited going into this match. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. as well. Uh, I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen War Machine wrestle in a. I haven't seen War Machine wrestle probably since NXT. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You know when it was still black and gold and whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when it was still on the network when NXT was good. Ah, uh, yes. The back when it was basically like Ring of Honor but more polished. Yeah. I can we just real quick in memoriam for NXT Black and Gold, which was like <sighs> yeah. dope. It was really good wrestling. But then as soon as as soon as they were like, we need to we need we need it to compete with Dynamite. It's like why. Why would you take a show that was only on the WWE Network ever, was never on TV, and have it go up against a show that was literally made for TV also, and had a TV deal right off the bat? Also, it felt so weird, right? Yeah. Like it didn't feel like it didn't feel like those two were meant to compete. But th but since AEW was on Wednesdays, they were like, oh well, we have a Wednesday show too here. Yeah, it's like. It's like, and why, why, why would you decide? It's their main show, man. This is like your B show. This is like, this is like concerned. not even your B show. This is like your D show. Like you, like it's it's not fair, man. <laughs> exactly. They made like it wasn't even SmackDown or Raw that was going up. That they were like, you, we should go up against it with one of our big shows. They were like, no, NXT, the the the, the tertiary show that like only the only like. Hardcore fans who are subscribed to the network and pay attention to the network have that not not any casual fans would know about. Yeah, I, I it was yeah, immemorial. <laughs> they were the, doomed from the start, man. Yeah, immemorial to the black and gold brand. Uh, you will be yeah. missed, and that's literally the reason actually why I picked this match because I was like, you know, I haven't actually seen an actual War Machine match. I've only seen the Viking Raiders. Yeah, I've I've seen I've seen uh, I, I miss. Uh, what were they? They weren't War Machine. They were War Raiders, right? Yes, I believe in NXT, which uh, was awesome. They were. They were. Yes, I remember they were Warriors. I remember people were like, you know what? That's oh. that's a fair compromise because you can't like. They're, they're still Raiders. Yeah. Not it was. It was dope. Though. Not the Viking experience. I still. <laughs> they, find were, they were the Viking experience for like a week, and then they were like, ah, never mind. I still find it very funny that they named their tag team finisher the Viking experience. It still makes me laugh. Yeah, right. Same. Anywho, let's get into the match because uh, I Dem Boys. Uh, Lauren has talked up and down about how good Dem Boys are, and I was like, "All right, let's see what they got." Uh, side note: promo package for this match, fucking fire. I was yeah, uh, I I agree. The, the 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 promo package right before really helped like build my excitement. I was like, "All right, I'm like, let's fucking go. Let's do this shit." So, I actually really like this match for a non-wrestling reason. Of It helped me now distinguish which Briscoe is which now. Yeah, right? Because they actually had different haircuts. They had different haircuts, and now I know which is which. Mark mm -hmm. has the hair, and Jay does not. I'm pretty yes. sure. So, starting off this match, we have Mark Briscoe and Roe. Or Eric from the Viking Raiders, if, you want, if you're mainly watching WWE and you're here for the, like, the first time. In which case, welcome. 
uh, in the ring, which where they each have a brief back and forth. And while it's clear, I like this brief back and forth, though, because it's clear that while Roe is stronger than Mark, Mark is faster than him. And at the same time, they're both equally as physical to each other when it comes to wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like each team is not to be fucked with, but they have their own style of what you should not be fucked with. And after this little back and forth, we get Jay and Hanson or Hanson or Ivar because they tag mm-hmm. themselves in. These two go back and forth exchanging strikes, but in the end, Jay gets the upper hand and knocks Hanson back into the Briscoe's corner. There, Jay holds Hanson so that Mark can nail him with a running splash, and he then proceeds to beat him down until Hanson counters an Irish whip with one of his own and then catches Mark mid-run in order to hit him with a hefty sidewalk slam. With this opportunity, Hanson tags in Roe, who continues to beat down Mark in the corner within an inch of his life until the ref separates him from Mark. Mark does try to fight back when Roe goes back to beating him up, but decisively Roe just knees him in the face several times as he drags him out of one corner and knocks him into the opposite corner. (laughs) Just... Big boy Roe doing his thing. Yep. And for a good amount of time after this, it's just Roe pummeling Mark until he throws him into one corner, and as Mark is rebounding out of it, Roe just destroys him with double-running knees to the chest, which knocks him back into the corner. And honestly, I wish more people did this. Yeah, I agree. I was like, running double knees. Looks just sick. It <laughs> like, it's, it's awesome. It looks so brutal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, a uh, fuck the shotgun dropkick, it's the sawed-off shotgun dropkick. <laughs> Sawed-off shotgun dropkick. That's a perfect name for it. Such a good-looking move. Just call call it the sawed-off. But yeah, as as you said, Mark sells this fantastically. He's just laying in the corner. Soro tags Hanson in, who sprints and just jumps and sits on top of Mark in the corner. Kind of like a... Hip-attack. Hip-attack. It's like a Brocco Buster, but with the movement of a cannonball, where it's like, and I land on you once, and you you just take it. I mean, listen, All you when, when you're as big as Hanson, you just need the one. Mm-hmm. One thing I liked here, though, is that afterwards, Hanson goes to pin Mark, and Jay breaks it up. And the two start mm-hmm. to, like, argue with each other as the ref, get, like, pushes Jake back to his corner. And it, to me, it really sells how much each team really wanted to beat the shit out of the other one and win and was not going to lose this match. <laughs> Yeah, this match I I have it written down here. This match has a, did a great job, like with the. I think this match did a great job with not only the wrestlers in the ring, but also the camera work. Like everything, every element of this match did a really good job of making it feel like just like a brawl, mm-hmm. like just like these two teams just have it out for each other so bad that they're just like, all right, time to fight, mm-hmm. and we are gonna fight. And it's like it didn't feel like a wrestling match. It just felt like. These two, uh, an excuse for these two teams to beat the ever-loving shit out of each other. Pretty much, yeah. You can totally feel, you can slowly feel this tension building up, especially later in this match. Because af- after this exchange of words, Mark finally makes his comeback. Like he uh-huh. several consecutive strikes to Hanson, gets the hot tag to Jay. Jay instantly knocks Hanson down with a running strike, goes to the pin, but it's broken up again. This time by Roe. And Jay's this match so- is never going to end. Jay is so pissed that he almost starts a fight with him, like, in the middle of the ring, and the rest like, no, no, you back to your corner, you back to beating at the other guy. And, like, <laughs> I love this, because it's, like, just building up, the, I like how each team are like, yo, stop breaking the pin up. It's like, fuck you, dude, I'll fucking break whatever I want. I, I do what I want. 
So once Rogue gets back under control, Jay and Hansen go back at fighting each other. And when Jay Irish whips him, Hansen like does like this cartwheel spot out of the way. And when he goes for his uh, big running strike afterwards, Jay actually ducks it. So what ends up happening is that he, after he ducks it, he runs up and attack cheap shots Rogue in the face. And as Hansen mm-hmm. goes flying past him, he ends up in the Briscoe's corner and Mark forms him in the face. Then yeah. Jay headbutts Hansen and goes after him. But apparently, Rode took the last strike personally because Jay, before he can do anything, gets planted by Rode with an absolutely gorgeous German suplex. This shit was picture perfect for me. Yeah, I, I agree. It was just like, what a, if you if you looked up the textbook definition of German suplex, it's like this suplex. Mm-hmm. Seeing this, Mark goes to help his brother by ducking a strike from Rowan and then sending them both crash on the outside by fucking running cross-bodying them both over the top rope. They just crash over, like, to the outside. Of course, mm-hmm. though, Hansen isn't going to be left out of this either because, as Mikey said, we're here to fight, so he... We're here to fight. So he runs the ropes and, like a fucking wrecking ball, suicide dives into all three of them. Which was awesome! And as the last one standing... He grabs Mark and throws him into the ring, but Mark quickly gets up and integurries him in the side of the head, which causes him to fall onto the apron and then roll over onto a table that is conveniently laying near ringside. Mm-hmm. This, I conveniently. assume, is either the commentator booth for, like, non-English-speaking commentary, like Spanish commentary. I think it was, I think it was the regular commentary booth, because they, really? they made, like, yeah, they made, like, a whole thing about having to get up and, like, this is oh, why we move sometimes. That. Yeah, they made a whole they made a whole like a whole big like a whole big stink about it. So yeah. So after that, he's just laying on the table now in position and Jay just gets up on the apron. Like he sees this, he full sprints onto the apron and then sprints off the apron and double stops Hansen through the table. Which was awesome. Another fucking awesome spot. Yeah. So in retaliation, Roe knocks Jay to the ground, gets into the ring. And he just proceeds to ha- manhandle Mark Briscoe by double leg takedowning him and then slamming him into the corner. Like it was, he was not fucking about. Despite no, this, sir. though, Mark uh, counters an Irish whip from Roe by throwing him to the opposite corner, and with lightning fast efficiency, Jay gets into the ring and running body slams Roe before throwing him into Mark, who nearly takes his head off with a lariat. Yeah, that was a mean looking lariat, man. Mm-hmm. But just as Mark picks Roe up, Roe then spikes him into the mat with a backdrop driver, mm-hmm. which then causes Jay and Roe to face off against each other and start to just get into a strike-off, which is evenly matched, pretty much. Like, yeah. I just like how, like, as these two are beating the shit out of each other, like, slowly you see Hanson getting up onto the apron behind Jay. And then mm-hmm. we get this simple but very effective form of teamwork from Roe and Hanson because Roe... Forearms Jay in the back, which knocks him back into... Uh, Hanson forearms Jay in the back, which knocks him into ha- into Roe, who then <laughs> strikes him in the face, and then Hanson just casually, very casually, but very fucking dangerous looking, hip tosses Jay over the top rope onto the outside, like onto the uh, from the apron. Which looked dangerous because it was a hip toss, but basically Jay just threw himself off over the top rope. Yeah. Very nice. And just as things are starting to die down, Mark uses the ropes, jumps into the ring, and drop kicks Rofe to the outside. Though, thankfully for them, Hanson 
immediately puts a stop to that by just mm-hmm. decimating Mark with a lariat after uh, Hanson tries to backdrop him and he lands on his feet instead. Yes. At this point, that the, officially all hell is broken loose because Jay starts to just chuck chairs into the ring. He yanks Hanson out then. They brawl. Yeah, it's it it's just straight chaos at this yeah. point. Mark right? and Rose start to fight each other. The ref is like screaming him to get back into the ring. Jay then starts pulling up mats to sh- reveal the concrete floor. Mark throws a bunch of broken tables into the ring and sets up his own on the outside. And like just this match seems like it's gonna reach its like climax of just all hell breaking loose. The fucking ref calls off the match because he has no control anymore. And I'm I was mad. I was like, what? I mean, to be, like, yeah, it sucks that he called it off, but also, like, it makes sense. Like, it makes they, sense, but, like... It was, it was, it was no longer a match, right? Like, it yeah. was... I still this is This is turned it, into straight Fight City. This is no longer a match. That's why I wanted to see it end. That's true. I was true. like, bro, I was like, oh my god. I think like, it was because they were hyping up for a, um... Um... A title match with these two yeah. teams. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I think you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the package or something like that in it. So I was upset, but, I mean, in hindsight, yeah, it's understandable. Like like we said, like, all hell broke loose. Literally, like, there, there was... He, he wasn't even officiating. Like, he was barely holding on to it before when they were almost ready to fight each other. Mm-hmm. So security comes out to hold both teams back as they keep trying to get in cheap shots with each other. And as you, like... As you think, like, everything's all sorted. Like, you know, like, everyone's, like, calmed down, kind of. Like, they've been pushed apart. You just kind of see in the background Mark and Roe get up on the apron. And then Roe, from the fucking apron, hoists Mark up and spikes him through the table with a fucking Uranagi off the apron. Yeah. The table. It was a big one, too. He, like, jumped into it. It was probably the best-looking spot of the match. The table fucking exploded. They hit exactly on target. And I was just like, well, now nah, I just am sad I didn't get the match. Like, because then the, it ends there. That's how it ends. Like, with Jay looking over Mark and War Machine getting the upper hand on them at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically it. That's uh, the whole match. It, War Machine getting the upper hand towards the end. Um, and just an absolute uh, battle of a match that came to a... A sudden conclusion when Paul Turner decided to stop the match altogether. I was, you know, like while the ending did annoy me, the match was great. It had great, yeah, match good was pacing. Really good. I loved the nice, like the little mini, like story of like the of P- Turner slowly losing control of the match because the two teams are just getting more and more annoyed with the other ones until they're just like, you know what, fuck you, dude. I'm just gonna beat you. I'm I'm literally just gonna beat the shit out of you. Go fuck off. Yeah, Fuck they just, match. like, hate each other more and more and more. And then all hell breaks loose, and he's like, Fuck it, call it. I I can't do shit here. Like, just... There is too much going on. I have lost control. This one's over. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, fucking handle it on a match that I'm supposed to be in. Or handle mm-hmm. it in a match that, that where the stipulation fits, fellas. So, Mikey, what do, yeah. you, what, do you, what do you give that match? So, this match, I really liked it. I'm gonna give it a... I think a high meh here. Uh, I don't think it broke that threshold of mark out for me. It was really, really good, and I really, really liked it. But uh, I'm going to go with high meh here. I also am, and it might have hit mark out if the fucking ending was If we actually got an ending, if yeah. The, if we actually got an ending, it probably would have reached the mark out range because they were throwing broken tables and chairs into the fucking ring. And I would have <laughs> loved to see that. But, you know, 
maybe in the future I'll get to see the blow-off match for this uh, feud between these four. Yeah. But honestly, for my first Briscoe match, I'm, I can understand why Lauren likes them so much. I agree. Uh, it was really, really solid, and uh, it was a pretty decent match altogether. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <sighs> well, that, that's, that's about everything, I think. Uh, yeah, that's all of our matches this week. We got uh, we got all those out of the way, so why don't we leave the people with a little bit of a preview for next week. Uh, next week, we got a few, we got some pretty good matches and a fan-suggested match uh, yeah. to give to you. Uh, I brought to the table Megan Bain versus Max the Impaler from Beyond Wrestling. Oh, that yeah. match is going to be an absolute slugfest, and I cannot wait to watch it. Mm-hmm. Zach, what are you bringing to the table? I'm bringing the I'm, res, I'm bringing wrestling prodigies versus the Dawson brothers at the, for the PWF Tag Team Championships at hold on one moment please at PWF Live. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's also going to be a really solid matchup. I think I have high expectations because when I the reason I found this match is I was trolling about on Twitter to see if I could find any. Recommenda- like wrestler recommendations of other good stuff and I actually found this team from uh, I believe let me make sure this is who I think it, it, it's who I, yeah from Dax Harwood actually oh interesting yeah he said that uh I, I forgot the promotion these two are from it's like it's a southern wrestling promotion and he's like these guys are great and I was like well if Uncle Dax says they're great I gotta see how good they are so here we are yeah it seem- that seems right and now, our third match. Yeah, now our third match, our fan-suggested match. We have another match from Pro Wrestling Legacy. We have uh, Gmo Kaminari taking on Marty Snow in a two-out-of-three falls match. Oh, boy, that's uh, a... <laughs> that'll be probably a long match, but I'm actually very pleased that we get to see some more of Marty Snow since we've only seen, surprisingly enough, as much as we've talked about him, only one match with him. Yeah. Which is weird when you think about it. Yeah, it sure does seem like we uh, we talk about him a lot, and then uh, we haven't really reviewed that much matches of his. So I can't wait to really get into it, really get into one of his matches and see who this Gmo com- see what Gmo Kaminari is all about as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, it definitely will be. Uh, so uh, that is all of the previews out of the way. So let's get to the plugs. Uh, of course, go check out all the other shows here on the Count Out Network. Uh, we got Independent Waters, of course, here every Wednesday. You know that you're here. Uh, we have Ring Post Radio. Uh, every we have Ring Post Radio Happy Hour. How to talk to your friend about wrestling? Your dose of death. Pure. We have all whatever kind of wrestling you want to hear about. We have a podcast for it. Uh, so go check out all of our podcasts over on our website at countoutpod.com where you can go find uh, links to everything over there. And you can also find our membership link. So if you want to become a member of the Canada Network for $5 a month, you get exclusive audios for members only from the Countout Network. Uh, and I think those audios are really good. They're really funny. And I would really appreciate it if you uh, went over there and checked that out. And, of course, go, check, go follow us on Twitter at CountoutPod, where we basically do all of our fan interacting and we tweet out new episodes and all of our thoughts on the world of wrestling and the world in general. So go check, check us out over there. Uh, and fine. And of course, go check out the rest of our social media as well. We got YouTube, Facebook, uh, all kinds of stuff. 
uh, they'll find us count out our wrestling podcast network. Zach, you got anything? New. No. Oh, right. Uh, one more thing. Go give us five star review over on Spotify and iTunes. It really helps out uh, pod- growing podcasts like us. Zach say doesn't have anything. I don't have anything personal either. So that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast. This has been a Countout Podcast.